Hey, this is Steve with High Stakes with Steve Rosenberg. Look, we all know that life is not about a rule book and someone to tell you what you're doing right or what you're doing wrong. And if you're an entrepreneur, there is no one to tell you anything until you've probably done it wrong. This show is all about learning from the people that have gone down the path to show you what you can start doing. So please make sure that you like, share, and subscribe to this channel. And if you want to know more information, go to my website, steverosenberg.com, and check it out. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of High Stakes with Steve Rosenberg, where we talk about real life, real business, real situations. So let's talk about real situations like the high price of gas. Now, I've been talking to some people and you know I get these uh, friends of mine that have electric cars and they're green energy and renewable energy. And they tell me how you know that's the way the world is going and that I need to accept it. Now, I'm a motorcycle riding guy. I am an airline pilot, so uh, airplanes use fossil fuel. Uh, will, whether they'll ever be fully electric, I don't know. That's not for me to decide. I'm not an engineer. But I will say that when it comes to understanding that just because you drive a battery-operated car, some of them think that it's not going to affect them. They go, oh, I don't care about the price of gas. It doesn't matter to me. I drive a Tesla. I drive an electric car. Let me just explain something to you. And I'm not an economist. I don't claim to be. I'm not definitely someone who's in that knowledge. But I do travel the world as an airline pilot. And part of traveling the world is I get to see a lot of different things that most people don't get to see on a daily basis. Some of that is seeing how commerce works how business operates, and how the cost of that business sometimes, well, we'll just say it's affected by the high price of gas. So I was in Santiago, Chile uh, about two weeks ago. And uh, sometimes when these flights, the airline flights are not as busy during COVID, the airline started going to running cargo because despite what you may think, uh, if the planes are not running cargo from different parts of the world, that cargo is not getting to you. Now, unless it is FedEx or UPS, it's not going on a FedEx or UPS aircraft. It's going on an airline, it goes in the belly of airlines. So you may think, well, what else is there that needs to be done? Well, I'll give you an example. I'm in Santiago, Chile, as I said, about two weeks ago, and we're carrying cargo out of there. And in the cargo belly, we were hauling out 65,000 pounds of salmon and 15,000 pounds of blueberries, okay? Now we're en route from Santiago to Houston, Texas. So I asked the, the, the cargo loader, the loadmaster, I said, where's all this stuff going? He said, well, it's being split up when it gets to Houston. Uh, the majority of it is going to Tel Aviv. Uh, a third of that is going to Orlando and the rest is going to Tokyo. Okay, that's how stuff is transported. It's normally transported in the bellies of the aircraft, right? All the aircraft that are not flying, that are coming back online, but your stuff still needs to get there. Fresh food needs to get there. You know, avocados, all these things. Somebody has to carry this stuff and it goes in the belly of an airplane. So I want you to imagine this. Let's just say for this conversation, and again, don't quote me on prices. I don't want any people yelling at me because I got the price wrong. But let's just say, before gas prices went up, the cost of that salmon was $8 a pound for it to be in the belly of our aircraft. Now, 
you can imagine a 777 airplane carrying fish is probably pretty expensive, right? So you must make a good amount of money. So let's just say for this conversation, it's $8 a pound to haul that fish. Well, let's say now that gas prices are a little higher, instead of it being $8 a pound, maybe now it's $11 a pound. So it's gone up $3 a pound. It's not a lot, but it's an amount. Now, when it gets to, we'll just use Orlando as an example. When it gets to Orlando, now trucks have to go pick up that fish, right? And they've got to bring it to all of the restaurants. Well, first it's got to be actually packaged. So they've got to pick it up uh, and they have to drive their trucks. Their trucks are not battery operated, their trucks are gas powered. So they've got to pay more per gallon to pick up the truck. So before, maybe they could go and pick up that fish instead of eight bucks a pound, which is what we charged. Maybe they were charged 11 bucks a pound. But now our cost is 11 bucks a pound. So now their cost is maybe 14 bucks a pound. So their cost just went up. Now for them to get it over and rebranded and taken to the restaurants, maybe that goes up another three bucks a pound. So now it's 17 bucks a pound, right? Where before maybe it was 12. Then you got to get in your car. Maybe you drive an electric car, maybe you don't. But all the people who work at that restaurant have to pay to get to the restaurant to get to work. They all got to put gas in their cars, right? The cost of operating machinery, tugs, forklifts, all these things are now part of this ecosystem of fuel, right? Fuel is more expensive. Now it costs more to operate the tug, costs more to operate the machinery, costs more, costs more, costs more. By the time it gets to you in your energy efficient car and you sit down at that restaurant to eat your meal, instead of it being a $20 meal where they're making, restaurants don't make a lot of margins as it is, maybe now it's $27, same margin that the restaurant's making. And you're going, it doesn't affect me because I drive an electric car. You see how it doesn't make sense? Because gas going up is something that affects all of us, right? You are now seeing the cost of airline tickets going up. The cost of your employees when they go to work are going up. All of this is being affected when you are doing business with anything. It doesn't matter, even if you're not in the transportation industry, anything that you do, costs go up. Now I'm doing a mastermind in Houston, Texas, October 12th through the 14th, and we're gonna talk about all of these challenges that business are having and how some people are overcoming them very, very successfully. What you need to understand is that you need to come up with a plan before it happens. Waiting for it to happen, waiting for your bank account to draw down to zero, and then being reactive is not the best strategy. Having a plan before it happens and figuring out how to be more productive, right? How to get your prices up. Now, a lot of people don't wanna raise their prices. They're afraid to raise their prices. But if you don't raise your prices and all your prices are being raised, what does that mean? What well, means your margins are going down? Maybe they're going down to where you're not even making money. Maybe you're losing money. And you don't raise your prices out of fear of what could happen. But what's already happening? Well, what's already happening is, is you're going out of business. You just don't realize it till your bank counts at zero. So when you think of the high price of gas, when you're thinking of all the things that happen, all the business transactions, everything that happens, do not be naive enough to think that just because you drive an energy efficient battery car that you're gonna be fine. Now let's talk about battery operated cars, right? 
Do you know where they get all the supplies, all the mineral enrichments for that? It's not in the US, it's in other countries. A lot of those other countries are starting to not sell us all the things we need for our batteries. That's one challenge. The other challenge is when these batteries are done, they need to be disposed of. Where do they dispose of these batteries? Nobody really knows where to dispose of these batteries yet. So you think you're actually doing good by driving an energy efficient car. But when you think about it, what are you doing in the long term? What do you do when that battery goes out and you got to replace the battery? Where does that battery go? Is it going in the soil? Where's it going? I don't know the answer, but it's a question that I think we should ask. And I think it's relative to understand, are we actually doing good by having an energy efficient car? Are we actually affecting the ozone and all the other things? I fly in an airplane. I'm pretty much could say I've been in the air more than I have on the ground for the last 30 years. The weather, the troposphere, the stratosphere, the ozone. I hate to tell you this, but it's been changing all the time. It's never the same. To say that it's tied to fossil fuels, maybe it is, I don't know. Maybe it's not, I don't know. But the reality is, is you cannot change the whole world by a battery. I just don't think you can. Maybe I'm wrong. Again, I'm sure people on here will tell me I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, let me know. I just am curious, what do you do with that battery? What have you ever actually asked, when you get take this battery out of my car, where does it go? How long does it take to break down all the components in this battery? And are they safe, right? Have you looked to see where they actually store all these batteries? Is that actually better for the economy? I don't know. But I do know that for you to think that you are not affected because you drive a battery operated car and you don't think that you're gonna pay more for your salmon dinner that I just hauled out of Santiago, Chile, you're sadly mistaken. Remember, it affects all of us. High gas prices, it's gonna change. It always does. Look, everything changes. It finds its equal point. The pendulum swings both ways and eventually it finds its place back to neutral because of capitalism and because of what the market can bear. That's all it's doing. It's just swinging far the other way. It's gonna swing back. There's been extra things that have been injected into our economy that maybe shouldn't have been. That's not for me to say. All I can tell you is that I think it will change and I think it will be adjusted and it will fix over time. So anyways, that's my point. If you wanna know more about this and you wanna learn about my mastermind, click on the link in my bio. Houston, Texas, October 12th through the 14th. This is something you don't wanna miss. I got people like Bradley. I got the Iron Cowboy. I've got Kevin Elko and Errol Allen coming to my mastermind to speak to you, very small select group right here in Houston, Texas. I look forward to seeing you here. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, please make sure that you like, you subscribe, and you share this out for other people. If you want to know more, just go to my website, steverosenberg.com. I'd love to meet you and learn more about what you're doing.